Hi everybody, this is Rock Houseman, live in Missoula, Montana. I would like to talk about video games and news and all these other things, but you know, why start off like that? I'd like to introduce myself first. Alright, my name is Rock Houseman. I live here in Missoula, Montana, and I go to college at University of Montana. My uh, my major is going to be theater, uh, basically acting. Um, my goal is to actually have a chance to get into acting. Maybe, 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 which is a long shot, uh, to have my own like night show kind of thing. That would be kind of cool. Um... Another thing about me is I have a wife, a lovely wife, a very hard, devoting wife. Like, she, she's so devoted on doing stuff, it, it's crazy. Uh, she actually used to work in radio, and I kind of I kind of wish I worked with her. I, 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 I worked with her on uh, news, but for radio-wise, oh man, this is way out of my world. Um, like, radio, it's interesting, but, anyway, um, I also have a son, his name is Joseph, he is an amazing boy, very adorable, sweet, cute boy, but then when he has his moments of being angry and just want to fight you, it's just bad, just bad, <laughs> Like, I'm not saying he wants to, like, fist fight you. No, he, he screams when he's not getting his way. And, oh my god, that boy can scream. <laughs> it, like, being a father is the most amazing thing in my entire life. Um, along with being a husband. But being a father, it, it, it's something that not very many, many men can do. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, you, you know, especially making this baby with a, another woman, uh, or not, you know what I meant, not, not another woman, but with the woman that you're in love with. And... Nine months, and you go to the hospital, and sure enough, the baby's ready to come out. He's like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get the fuck out and see the world. And I, I think it's that moment when you're a man, and you see this, and it's real. It's, like, so real. It's coming out. It, like, everything, you know. And then when you realize, a baby came out of your woman's vagina you're like oh my god I had sex with that and sure enough the baby comes out of it and you're like oh my god <laughs> I'm not gonna lie women men can be scarred by it um, so if, if, if you are married and you had if you recently had a child and he does not want to get you know wants to do the deed then don't 
you know, don't t- don't be offended by it whatsoever. It's because you know he's got to get that mind out of his head. But if he's not having sex with you and blaming that, but then he's watching porn, then there, he's got other issues, and that should be discussed. Or maybe go to therapy. I don't. <sighs> but yeah, no, I I I love my son. I love my wife. Uh, we live here in Missoula, Montana. I go to college here. And we also have two lovely cats. One is named Gur, which is really my first cat I've ever owned in my entire life. In my family, I've only owned uh, dogs. So when my wife and I got together, uh, we were living in a a small apartment. And uh, no, no animals were allowed. But at the time, my wife was like, I want an animal. I want an animal. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, we're not supposed to have an animal. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, we can get a cat. And at the time, I was like, I'm allergic to cats. And in a way, I still kind of am. But, like, you know, not as severe as what I made it sound like. But anyway, so my wife and I got in this huge argument. I'm like, don't, don't go get that animal. And sure enough... She left, and I was so mad. So I'm sitting in bed, playing on my laptop with a couple of... Playing this game I've had for years. She shows up with the kitten. Yeah, a kitten. She puts the cat on my chest. And the cat just... The little kitten just curls up in a little ball. And just kind of like... And you can hear this purring noise. And you can feel the rumbling of the purrs on my chest. And I was so mad. But then the cat started paying attention to my screen of what I was doing. And then it would look at me and then look back at the screen, look at me, look back at the screen. And I was just like, oh my god, I am so mad. But you're so damn cute. That was, I think, four, four years ago. We named her Mama Gar. Mama Gar is kind of like a, uh, a uh, more of a uh, nickname, but Gur from Invader Zim. Invader Zim, I love that cartoon. If you don't know what Invader Zim is, then you're too young. Yeah, just don't even try. You can look it up, but you it, it's just not the same. But if you're at my age, 27, uh, and you watched a lot of cartoons, especially Invader Zim, then you know who Gur was. You know the Doom song. But yeah, and then, um, so as, as life progressed, we moved into a better apartment. We got another cat. Um, at that time, we got another cat, but she was a wild cat. We named her Tazzy, which was quite fitting because her fur was actually really, really natted, like, kind of like a macoon or whatever they're called. And, uh... 
She literally looked like Tasmanian Devil. So we always called her Tazzy. Well, sure enough, she got out of the house. Well, the apartment. And we never saw her since. It was a very devastating thing. Uh, we don't know what happened to her. It was very sad. Um, we also had our own dog named Duke. Uh, he was a he was a lab, but very neurotic. Always seeked attention, which you know normal dogs do. And we both worked almost. We worked full eight-hour days, and we would come home, and things were tore up and whatnot. He was seeking attention, and he, I'm pretty sure he had a little mixture of husky, but, oh my god, when you come home from an eight-hour shift, and there's, like, four piles of shit on your fucking floor, and certain clothes are pulled out of the, your dresser, and you're so angry at this dog, but then it's giving you the look of like, I'm so sorry, I just didn't know what to do. You know, I, I felt really bad. So we, eventually we got rid of the dog. We took him to a, uh, a home that had a huge yard. Huge. Like, I'm talking about like Trump status, like, huge. Anyway, so, but yeah, like, that's, that's all it is. Um, and then, um, we moved into another apartment, and we got another kitty, and her name is Gizmo. Gizmo, if you don't know Gizmo, is from Gremlins. If you don't know that movie, then you are... Truly not a 90s kid, you, you're probably a 2000s kid. Um, we named her Gizmo because it was kind of fitting. She is a very lovable cat. Gur can be a lovable cat, but sometimes she can be very distant. But with Gizmo, she's very lovey. She loves everybody. Like, it takes a couple of minutes for her to warm up to you because she's very skittish. But every now and then she'll, she'll come up. And she will give you loves like no other. And then eventually we got another dog, uh, Lana. She was a great Dane. Black dog. Her name's Lana. We named her Lana from Archer because she really reminded us of that character. If you don't know the character, you should totally watch it. Archer. I love Archer. You should totally check it out. But then, you know, we, we bought our own house and all that stuff. And then I actually went through a huge depression point in my life. Uh, the job I was working, uh, you know, it, it was a cool job. Don't get me wrong. But it, it wasn't me. I wanted to be in acting or I wanted to be a soldier. Well, I couldn't be a soldier because I had a bummed up knee. So I'm trying to go for acting. And... This is kind of helping me a little bit. Um, I tried doing some of those, uh, you know, what, are, what are those apps called? Kiwi or Kawaii or whatever it's called. The video apps. It's kind of like, kind of like your normal uh, Facebook or not Facebook, uh, Snapchat, but it's just like short films of stupid things that you want to do or whatever. And I was starting to get very 
popular on that and then I just stopped doing it because you know constantly recording yourself of videos of doing something and you know just not having the time to do it I, or having certain scenery I just don't like it but being behind the mic with no like no one could see my face um, unfortunately no one can see my facial expressions because I have a lot of facial expressions pardon my yawn but anyway yeah so um, eventually I went through this huge depression which I wasn't doing anything with my life I also had a co-worker that was saying that I was worthless I was an idiot I was an a retard um my basically my life was a waste of breath and hearing that for seven years kind of like I, I I tried to be a man I, I literally tried being a man of eh, whatever you know uh, no skin off my back kind of thing and sure enough Seven years of hearing the exact same thing, being called worthless, being called dumb, being called, you know, all these other things, it wears down on you. It's like, it's like taking, it's it, basically your mind is like a fragile, like think of a, a, a an egg, literally an egg. And, you know, it could be a hard egg, it could be a soft egg. And I know this is kind of a little out there, but think of when you hit, like, when you hit an egg, and if you're not hitting it hard enough, it's still intact, right? Okay, it's still intact. But if you keep going, bang! And then you start hitting harder and harder and harder. Eventually it's going to crack. That's exactly what happened to my brain. And so then my wife and I, you know, my wife was telling me I need to quit this job. It's not healthy for me. And all this other things. And it wasn't, it wasn't healthy for me. Oh my God. Like I love the bosses. The supervisor hated him, but the boss the two bosses that ran that company, I love them. They were very supportive. But for me, I, I couldn't do it. So eventually I got accepted to college. Literally, like, as I was planning on quitting, I literally just heard that I got accepted to college. So I was like a really quick thing. So I had to tell them I quit. I had to pack up all my stuff, get ready to move here, grab my family, move all the way up to Missoula from Great Falls, Montana. And here we are. This is where I'm at now. And I enjoy it. I, I actually feel at peace. I don't have to worry about certain friends that, you know, obviously they, you know, I, I literally lost a shit ton of friends since because of this move. I'm fine with it because I have my own family. None of them call me. None of them 
talk to me to see what I'm up to. If I'm planning on being back in Great Falls. There is one, only one friend that I've actually been in contact with. And that is my best friend, who was my best man. Uh, my first roommate. And his name is Joey Powell. I love this kid. This kid is basically a brother to me. Yeah, we bicker a lot. But it, it, to me, it seems like we're more like brothers than friends. We've been through so much. We Yeah, our past kind of took us a total different way. Because he lives, he originally lived here in Missoula, but then he decided to move to Arizona. And I, I wanted to stay in Great Falls. And then it took me maybe, what, five years? Because I, wor I worked at that company for roughly seven years, going on, I think, eight. And my wife at the time was telling me, you need, you know, maybe it's your time to move. Because I never moved. I never moved from anywhere. Like, my my great biggest advice to anybody who lives in their hometown, do not stay. Even if it's here in Missoula, because I love Missoula. But if you were born here, move, adventure, go somewhere. Because my plan, as soon as college is done, my plan is to either head to California or head to New York City. That is my goal. Because I lived in Great Falls, Montana for 27 years. And I think that's part of my depression because I never went anywhere. Like, yeah, I went, you know, I, I came here and visited in Missoula. I went to Bozeman. I also, like, just for trips. But it wasn't living. It wasn't a new environment. And my literally plan it was after four years of college is to move to California. It's going to be a rough one. And I know that. This is me seizing my moment. This is what I need to do. And this is what, if anybody, if anyone is actually going to listen to this. Seize your moment. And yeah, I know, that's from the stupid movie Coco, but literally, you need to seize your moment. Don't kill anybody, but seize your moment. Try and make your way to your dream everybody I've heard so many people I've heard so many people say don't follow your dream even my best friend my best friend who was my best man at my wedding he told me don't follow your dream what kind of friend is that he is actually being a good friend by saying, I'm worried that you, you're going to do all this and then you're going to get there and you're going to, you know, find out that no one gives a shit about your dream. In reality, some, a lot of people don't give a shit about your dream. They really don't. But I care. I care. I care about the kid that I'm in class with. Uh, you know, I, I care. 
I want to see them succeed. I want to see other kids succeed. I want to succeed. I want to become the new Chris Pratt. I want to become the new Jim Carrey. I want to become the big Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But guess what? I'm none of those people. I'm Rock Houseman. I can say, you know, I want to be those people, but in reality, I can never be those people. If you really think about it, you have to be your own character. Be real with yourself. Uh, that's the one main thing that theater class is telling me is that be real with yourself. And that's what I'm doing the best I can. I want to be real with you as long as you're real with me. Unfortunately, this is going way too long than I thought it would. So this episode is kind of long. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. But if you have any ideas, please let me know. And there's my alarm at 4.30. So please, everybody, have a good night. And don't forget to add me. All right. Talk to you later.